Okay, so it's been a while since I've done one of these things, and I'm gonna be honest here, I don't entirely remember what happened in part one. If only there was some way I could quickly recap to get myself caught up. Hey, I know! Oh man, does this guy ever stop talking! Ooh, I know what I should do! I should leave some comments about all the stuff he got wrong. I bet he'd love that. I'm a helper. Alright, well, I think I got the gist of things. Here we go. Dusty, the titular traitor part two, stole a bunch of G.I. Joe secrets for Cobra, got caught, and then got broken out of jail by Cobra. This episode picks up right where we left off, with a blindfolded Dusty being helicoptered back to Cobra HQ to meet his new employers, Cobra, to whom he owes his undying loyalty. Uh, I guess I got nowhere else to go. Aw, that's kinda sad. If treason can be sad. But I guess they're kind of mutually exclusive, so never mind. At G.I. Joe HQ, the Joes are changing all their passwords in the aftermath of the whole Traitor Part 1 incident. Which makes sense, but the fact that they have to manually change over 6,000 passwords, which is literally what Lady J says, makes less sense. You guys know they make devices for automating stuff like this. Devices capable of computing... Nah, never mind. Since Dusty has given Cobra the top-secret armor treatment that the Joes have been using, Cobra Commander puts him in charge of the paint crew, which seems a bit below Dusty's pay grade given that he has highly specialized commando training, but we've long established that Cobra Commander is not exactly the best when it comes to management or resource allocation. I mean, even in this seemingly minor act, he's managed to piss off the current paint crew lead by promoting the new hotness into his job. Hey man, we've all been there. Except we don't have the option to challenge the new hotness to a fight in our workplace's arena. But most of us probably wish we did. Lieutenant Claymore has selected rocket nunchuckers for this combat. But that's not even the best part. Oh, and just to make it more interesting... I'm flooding the arena with man-eating just when you think this guy can't top himself, he tops himself. Guys, I've been busy this past year, but I truly did miss this. Dusty almost leaves his challenger for dead, but of course he rescues the guy at the last minute, which I know is the right thing to do, but part of me is also a little disappointed. Cobra Commander is amused by the baffling concept of mercy and tells Dusty that he will now lead their assault on Larry Chemicals which I assume is a company and not a guy. Dusty uses his insider knowledge of the Joe's tactics by approaching in a tugboat. And to his credit, it works, because what army in their right mind would be prepared for a tugboat assault? Actually, it would not be at all surprising if this one were, but they weren't this time. Cobra Commander tests the armor treatment on his guys, making them bulletproof. Well, laser proof. Mind you, nobody's ever hit anyone with a laser on this show, but I doubt the good commander is aware that he's protected by television standards and practices. If he were, he'd be goddamned invincible. <laughs> As Stalin said, trust no one, not even yourself. Somehow that got by the censors just fine, though. Children love Stalin. Cobra makes its next raid on another chemical plant disguised as a suspicious-looking dark cloud. Wait. Suspicious? Why did I say suspicious? Flint seems to think it's perfectly normal looking, and who am I to second-guess a beret like that? To his credit, he figures out that something's not right soon enough, but it doesn't matter because here comes Cobra and nothing's hitting them, which is somehow alarming this time. Flint recalls the one weakness in the armor treatment, fire, which will also help if they're vampires, or the Martian Manhunter, or pretty much anyone. Everyone's vulnerable to fire. Ask for it by name! Dusty mutters something about Cobra Commander's failure back at HQ, but then he's suddenly running from a bunch of Joes on an ATV. Did I miss something? 
Or have we just abandoned the notion of cause and effect now? Because that would not entirely shock me. So now Cobra has everything they need for their mind control gas, which they intend to test on some Joes that they took prisoner. Dusty's not happy about this, because it's one thing to consciously betray your team and your country, but quite another to be forced to do it with some kind of hypnotic gas. Hey, everyone draws the line somewhere, I guess. So Dusty sneaks into the lab where they're making the gas, and that dude Claymore sees him and rats him out to the Crimson Twins. That's a funny way to say thanks for rescuing me from certain death by either piranhas or rocket nunchucks. You ingrate. The twins capture him after some quick Donkey Kong play, and drag him to Cobra Commander who's eating dinner. It's probably sinister dinner, and he probably threatens each bite menacingly before shoveling it into his mouth. Unfortunately, we don't get to see this part. We do pretty plainly see that he's a white dude under that mask, though, and not blue. But I'm not sure why I'm even bringing this up right now. There's no way that information will ever be relevant. Forget I said it. Anyway, it turns out the commander sent Dusty into that lab to begin with, as a test of loyalty or something? I don't know. Naturally, Dusty wusses out when it comes time to gas his friends, and Cobra Commander's genuinely surprised to discover that he's a traitor. I mean, the dude only just joined your team, so that may very well be the one thing you actually know about him. He's a traitor. You uh, a triple agent all along! Wait, what? That makes absolutely no sense. We cut away to the Joes several times over the course of this story, and they clearly had no knowledge of this. He left his teammates in serious mortal danger on like half a dozen occasions, and he actually let Cobra have some pretty valuable stuff, the armor treatment, the mind control gas, before this, the worst timed reveal in the history of espionage. I knew Dusty wasn't going to end up being an actual traitor, part two, but this is a pretty sloppy way to resolve things. Then again, I know all about sprinting to the end because you've run out of time. Whoa, wait, before I go, I should also mention that this happened. Dusty released a chemical that made the Cobra's clothes disintegrate and also made them speak French, I guess? <laughs> it's good to be back, guys.